0: All right. What's up everybody? What's up Steve? We switched mics here. I'm trying to test something. Say something. Something. Uh it's a little better, but not really. So you just got to you got to project son. You're not really projecting. You, you know. Just say. But Sarah was talking on this mic earlier though too and she was having the same issue. So I was like, let me see if it's the mic. And I'm talking on the mic and it's
1: can you turn my volume
0: up? That turns your volume up.
1: <laughs> like, your volume's like... I know one episode, it was loud.
0: I, I, one, I, You're at just about the max. It, like, when I have it all the way up, and then my I go...
1: Because I hear myself loud.
0: Well, yeah, we'll hear ourselves loud in the headphones. What am I, number two? Say something. Like, go ahead and keep talking.
1: Test one, two.
0: That's a lot better. Uh, it, but I, should, I still shouldn't have to have your your mic all the way up because your mic all the way up is matching my regular so oh that's weird fix yourself son yeah, i feel um, like
1: i'm loud in my head
0: no i mean you are loud i mean i hear you loud and clear um yeah experiments so honestly if i have
1: I, to lean back i'll hold the microphone
0: i gonna be honest i don't hear you in the headphones
1: yeah i don't hear myself either now that's now i do no s- i don't hear it. myself at all
0: is the red light on? Like, I, yeah, hear I can hear the headphones. Hear you? Okay, I hear Dang, you there. Dang, I gotta, like, cup it though. To hear I me. hear you there. That's weird. Um, I was considering getting another one of those mics, but I don't know, because I can't get another one of these. But it, it doesn't really fucking matter. So,
1: <laughs> that's, this is the greatest intro ever.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's whatever I want it to be. Um, what's going on, everybody? Uh,. We're here, a little bit of a late recording, Steve has some card trouble, and also, I, I scheduled us late anyway, um, later than normal.
1: That's how it works.
0: Well, I mean, well, I scheduled us at 8.30, and you still show up at like 9 something, so it, it wouldn't matter. So I said 9.30, thinking, okay, he'll be here at 9.45, because that's when I should be done. And I was like, okay. When I left at you know, 8.30. Hey, no, I, I, I believe you. <laughs> I believe you. Looks like the Ravens are about to win because Kansas City fumbled. Um, so that's wow, fumbled. fun times.
1: So the Ravens are up one point, minute to go.
0: Yeah, dumb.
1: Kansas City has all three timeouts.
0: Dumb. It's all fucking dumb. Edwards Hilaire, you're trash. He fumbled? God damn. I assume he fumbled because they're showing him. <laughs> I've
1: had him every year. Yeah, there you go. That's what you fucking years. get. Yeah, he's not good, but.
0: So uh, yeah, we're doing a bit of a late recording here. We're gonna kind of try to blow through this one today because Steve's, you know, being weighed down. I'm fucking exhausted. Um,
1: yeah, I basically had to change my tire today. So that's yeah, pretty you know. dumb. Yep.
0: Dumb. not you. That's I, just I discovered tires are dumb. How my
1: kit sucks, and I'm gonna purchase one that's better to have forever.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. They, you know that's just, you know it's by design. You know? It's like I remember like my older cars. Everything was fine. I get a a jack. It was great. Then when we started getting newer cars, like after 2000, I'm going to say 2007. No, because after, yeah, about 2007, you get like this little measly bullshit piece of metal. The
1: one part that jacks up, all right, I get it needs to be light and I mean small to fit, but the crank on it wouldn't even fit my lug nuts without me hammering it on. Like you couldn't push it on. This Man, is just like, just dumb. This is the best you could come up with. <laughs> They're
0: trying to sabotage us.
1: Like, I I'm guaranteeing the kits in the seventies work better.
0: Uh, I, I promise you it did. I wanna say everything in the seventies was better except for racism. <laughs> Shit was trash too. Um so yeah, so bear with us because, you know, y'all are here for the ride and you're gonna go where we take you, all six of you. Um, so just jumping into it, let's go ahead and uh, introduce this beer. I don't have any questions this week. I'm too fucking tired to ask questions. I'll probably have a question like midway through. I do have a question. I just don't feel like going through it right now. My brain hurt.
1: Well, our first beer this week is kind of a a favorite amongst us in terms of we would get this quite a bit.
0: I wouldn't go as far as say it's a favorite. It's just what's it, available it, it and what's cheap. Done.
1: Yeah, we're going off another path a little bit for this one because normally we've been rating mm. quality beers. Um, mm. This one is Bud Ice. I don't even think i got to say where it's from Anheuser-Busch. <laughs> nah, they know. Um, it's a lager, a typical American lager. So just golden, yellow. Not a lot of flavor. Um, not bitter. Uh, but it's a 5.5. He gets the fucking job done. Yeah. I, uh, again. Hey. This would be in the party beer category where we had Miller Lite.
0: Oh, wow. They went for it on fourth and one and got, got it. it.
1: So that's game. Yeah. Ravens wow. upset Kansas City. Oh,
0: could you imagine if they didn't get that, though, how all the fans were just, like, boohooing for the rest of the <laughs> week? Lamar's so stupid. He's the worst quarterback in our history. Then I bring back Flacco. He's elite.
1: <laughs> he was the whole team tonight from what I saw. He didn't have two picks. Fucking
0: spoiled brats.
1: (laughs) Um, So, yeah, Bud Ice, 5.5%. So, for the party beer category, it's a whole percent higher than I think Miller Lite. Um,
0: Well, yeah, because Miller Lite is
1: drinkable. Miller Lite (laughs) is just trash. Yeah, if you were to describe the taste, it'd be like a watered down beer, I would say.
0: (laughs) I'm not going to describe the taste. I never describe the taste. It's fine, it gets the job done.
1: It's a lot better than the corn beer.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize you left those in my refrigerator. I'm quite pissed about that. So
1: I should bring them to volleyball.
0: Mm.
1: Just be like, man, this beer is really good. You should try it. And if you want to get stabbed, yeah, go it. ahead. What's funny is, what if they like it? Because it was actually, when I was looking at some of the reviews on it, nothing said it tastes like canned corn water. <laughs> mm. And what one guy did say, it was like, I like this beer, but everyone in my family didn't like it.
0: <laughs> maybe your family's trying to send you a strong message. You're fucking adopted.
1: Um, yeah, let's give it a score. Hmm. Mother Light was a six-six. I think that's a baseline for this.
0: Mm. Ooh, right into the mic. Um, so that's tough, actually. This is uh, what five-five-five is the yeah. percentage. So I think
1: it's a full percentage, maybe at least.
0: Yeah, I yeah, because Miller Lite's four or five. Miller Lite, yeah. yeah, it's definitely under 5. I'm going to give this a six seven.
1: That's what I was thinking. I feel like...
0: It, it, it's not... That, I feel so like it's
1: comparable of Miller Lite and taste. I think Miller
0: Lite tastes a little better, it but it could this. because this is not as cold. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, this was ice cold. Feels, I feel like it's pretty close in taste, but then you got the extra 1%.
0: Yeah, I mean... Yeah, that one percent doesn't really give it that much more power. It's I got just a point a one extra. I mean, <laughs> it's all it's really doing is like, okay, cool. Like, if I drink this at a party, I'll have to drink seven of these instead of nine Miller Lights.
1: Yeah, I mean, just to put this on scale, though, this again is a party beer. I don't, I don't think this would compare. Yeah, I mean, necessarily to a six seven if you're just. Pure this is if I'm taste. going to
0: a party and I know that I'm just there to kind of mingle for the long haul. Like if, you know, the way I look at these kind of beers, I'm going in first off for a Jack and Coke or a shot of Jack, you know, to kind of steady the waters. Once I'm rocking and rolling, I might get two. Then I could drink these kind of coasting the rest of the night. Because, like, this is just maintenance at that point. This isn't for me to, like, have a good time. This is just to kind of keep the buzz rolling.
1: Yeah, I think this would be a slightly better job at it, too, with that 5.5. A little extra kick.
0: Yeah, it, it, <laughs> but I think that that extra 1% can... Because I've seen some goofy people drink some Bud Ice and, and get a little carried away. It's like, relax, buddy. It's just Bud Ice. <laughs> like, chill out. Or get your ass beat again.
1: Yeah, but just thinking of the score, this is quite higher than a lot of beers we've rated. But again, it's a Because
0: a lot category. of those other beers were fucking dog shit. This is dog shit, too. But yeah. at least I'll drink this dog shit.
1: But it's supposed to be dog shit, basically. Yeah. This is the... It's cheaply made. Cheaply made, yeah.
0: Like, I could probably make this in the fucking water basin (laughs) in my fucking washroom right now. Maybe not that bad. But still. I don't know.
1: I have to readjust my score. I have to be honest. Mm -hmm. I just started thinking about it. I was like, I know what I've given six sixes. I'm going to give it a six two, to be honest. Mm
0: -hmm. I'm going to stay where I'm staying. Because I ain't got to explain myself to nobody. (laughs) This is like my daughter. She's been recently explaining herself whenever she's doing something. I told her, you ain't got to explain yourself to nobody. Like went like if somebody asks me something, I say no, it's no. You say why. It's like I don't wanna do it. I might give you a reason why, but in reality I gotta explain myself. Fuck y'all. Um anyhow, so we'll pull up the NFL games. It's like let's let's find four games. Just four. Oh, I'd like to talk if about you, the Thursday. If you go games. over four, I'm cutting your mic. Just
1: four? Just four right. games. Well, first game, Giants first. Washington almost said it. Almost said the R word. Hmm, Retard? (laughs) Uh, That was the Thursday night game. Uh, The Giants have beat us five times in a row.
0: Real quick. I got ESPN on. And you want to talk about a punchable face. Tim Hasselbeck has a punchable face. I want to punch that fucking dude so many times in the face. I fucking hate that guy.
1: I just watched...
0: Uh, and his bitch-ass wife from... Uh, she was on Survivor, but she pretty.
1: A classic, Step Brothers, was on TV while I got home from volleyball where we're just so tired and just want to eat and watch something and that's on. That's always good when it's on. Yeah. But yeah. That one scene where it. he's just like, I don't know what it is about your face, but I just want to punch it. Yeah. That's <laughs> so what I feel. He, Will Fer, so I was like, is there anything I can do to change your mind on that? <laughs> he's like, Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That movie is so many classic parts in it.
0: <laughs> yeah, fuck Tim Hasselback. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, was it, was right, he so a quarterback for the Redskins at one point? Yep. Good. Fuck him.
1: We haven't had a franchise quarterback since. I was trying to think of that. Maybe Thiesman. <laughs> Eek. Wow. Because, I mean, Mark Rippon, when we got him, he, he didn't start for years. And then when he did start, it really wasn't that very long. Kirk Kurt they, Cousins well, was the closest thing, but we never signed him to his deal. And he lit it up today. Um, mm. He should have won, but he didn't.
0: No, because he played for Michigan State. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's the closest thing we had. And we basically allowed him to get the best contract and give him all of the leverage he could ever have. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so the Giants versus the Redskins, they beat us five times in a row. Um and Daniel Jones was undefeated versus us, which is ridiculous because half his wins ever are against us. That's how little wins he's had! <laughs> I'm gonna
0: be honest, I was cheering for him. I like I like Washington too. So, but I was cheering for Daniel Jones. I was like, "Hey, keep that streak perfect, son."
1: We had a double, what do you call it? Redemption of like Taylor Heineke threw a terrible interception. Oh, by the way, it was like his first start, I believe. Well, besides the playoff game, well, he's had. They it's said his this first was his playoff, third oh, was start. His, First start he won. Um, he played pretty good. All his throws were like really high, but man, he's he's a gunslinger. He's not <laughs> conservative at all, which is the Honestly? opposite of our old quarterback, and I prefer that. Fucking go for it. <laughs> yeah. So he threw a bad pick at the end, towards the end of the game, and but there was enough time. Like if we could get them to go three and out, we'd have a chance. We did. We set up a last second field goal. Dustin Hopkins misses the field goal, but hold up, there's a penalty. <laughs> mm. The one of the players on the Giants jumped into the neutral zone. Dumb. Five more yards, they kick it. Still kind of close, but this yeah. time it goes in. <laughs> um, so the Washington wins by one, thirty twenty nine. Big division win for them, because I think a, I think a, a, one of my predictions was eight eight and one for Washington, but that could win the division. <laughs>
0: Again. I mean, so far, they're on pace.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, one thing I was going to ask you, if you were Dustin Hopkins, how would you feel? You hit the game winner, but I feel like I would feel bad. Like, no, the real game winner, I've missed. <laughs> I just got super lucky on a fluke I mean, penalty.
0: I wouldn't give but, a fuck. But when the
1: pressure was really there, I missed
0: mm-hmm. it. I mean, the pressure is still there, though. Yeah. I mean, you still made it. You still won. Doesn't matter. It's just like throwing an interception. You gotta fucking forget it, and move on to the next. And I said that shit to one of my uh, students this week at Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, I can't remember. She she had a tough time drilling uh, the technique, and, and I was explaining to her like none of these yo these kids are wild yo like these. I I brought up the ideal of football and interceptions. Like I don't know what that means. I was like, what the fuck did you just say to me? and then these kids we got into this music conversation cuz uh coach had on some safe music had on Avril Levine or some shit and i was like oh i like this song and i said the one girl she's older and she goes i've never heard this song before i was like okay that's fair that's wild but fair i was like have you ever heard anything about ava levine she was like who is that i was like what what the what then, and not that Alva Levine is this great superstar, but still, it's like, you know, she's got some songs like that's on top 40 radio and shit. Some people should have heard it. So I go over to coach and tell him that. And, you know, he stops the class. So we line the kids up and we start, we ask him like, can you name a, you know, a musician right now? I only got one kid to answer me. Can you take a, a wild guess as to who this kid said?
1: So the question was, name a musician.
0: Yes. A current musician.
1: I'm trying to think who the kid would say. but My first off the top of the head is like Drake for some reason. That's
0: what I would have thought. No. The one answer we got. John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> I shit you not. He said John Cena and I looked at Coach Ronnie. I was like, he's not completely wrong. But he's definitely wrong. (laughs) Um, And and then one of the little girls later on goes, the Beatles? I was like, I mean, at least it's, you know, something. Like, all the other kids looked at us like we grew a second head. like, what the fuck is wrong with kids today? John
1: Cena, who's your favorite musician? John Cena? Well, so
0: it wasn't even a favorite. It was just name someone. And that's what we got was John Cena.
1: uh, I sent you a link to that I don't know if she's... I thought she might be British, but that girl who was remaking beats, basically. Yes. She did the John Cena song recently. It was pretty funny. I'm all right
0: with that. I, like, yeah, that, like, that
1: that beat's yeah. actually pretty yeah, tight. That, I, like, What's I'm, funny is it sounds like kind of like a Latin beat, you know? Yeah. Da, 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 da. But yeah, that beat's rocking. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm in for it. But that shit was just wild. I'm sorry to cut you off again. There's, there's going to be a lot of that because I don't have much to offer to this episode other than me cutting nah, we're in.
1: beast. By the way... We had a nice little growth the other week. Thank you for that. Um, I, don't think,
0: a, I don't think the ones that we're thinking is going to hear that because they're probably not coming back. But they're coming back. But thanks anyway. Well, we don't. We don't. You know, we'll get we'll get it back with someone else. I can always convince people to listen once.
1: <laughs> nah. You <laughs> we had our best, to listen twice is what's We tough. Had one of our first best first days as well. And we got this a repeat from Japan. So. Eh. Shout out to whoever you are in Japan,
0: if you understand this, or
1: maybe you're just one of those people that need a secret VPN and like do some shady stuff. <laughs> mm, it's so probably your VPN that VPN registers that you're in Japan.
0: <laughs> I'm done with that too. <laughs> Keep doing shady stuff, son.
1: <laughs> we that's, like that.
0: That's what life is about—doing shady stuff. Um, so yeah, the Giants lost because they suck.
1: So yeah, we're one and one. They're zero to two. Dallas is one and one. And the Eagles are one and one. Mm, look at that! But That's we hot. got the division. We're the only division win so far. So you're leading. I say we like you like them too. Like,
0: yeah, that that that. I feel like well,
1: you kind of follow them with me, and then I always follow Detroit yes, with you. Yes, I mean I I
0: like them by proxy. I don't like them because I like them. I actually came here hating them because the my only memory of of the Washington we franchise. We
1: Detroit for a while.
0: Well yeah, well see that that's I moved here right after that playoff fucking throttling that the Redskins put on Detroit after Detroit stumped Dallas into the ground. I was like, Oh yeah, it's go next week and then Washington beat Detroit so bad I didn't know if I really liked football. And I was just getting into football and I was like, I don't think I like this sport. Like, <laughs> where the Pistons at? <laughs> like at least they win something. Oh, they not winning either. What about the type? eighty six? Okay. Um Red, oh hey, the Red Wings, they're, they're, they're starting to come to their own. Okay, I like hockey. I really, really like hockey. So, that's how bad the Redskins beat Detroit. They may me almost not even watch football anymore. You know, it was fucking bad. But that's how bad Detroit beat Dallas, though. I think they beat Dallas like 39-6. to 6. I was like,
1: damn. This new Lions team, though, they're scrappy. Mm-hmm.
0: We'll see. We'll see tomorrow night when they play or... Last night when they played Green Bay,
1: because <laughs> no.
0: this comes out Tuesday, and they play Monday night. Do they?
1: Did... Yes. Okay.
0: Don't tell me you had them written down to talk about their game no. today because they I'm like, didn't play.
1: Detroit plays prime time. That's what's shocking. I didn't. Don't realize. do that. <laughs> don't
0: don't don't disrespect
1: the, me. I'm I'm just saying I don't remember <laughs> the last time they played a primetime.
0: They always get at least well,
1: Thanksgiving always. Well,
0: that's not prime time. That's noon. But they always get – everyone gets one Thursday night game.
1: Oh, the Thursday night games. Remember how that one year, like, every Thursday night game was shitty.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a goofy thing, too. I, I I, mean, I guess. Look, I'm I'm all out just like, let me have my football on Sunday and Monday. Like, Thursday is fine, but not really.
1: All right, so. I, got, I only got four games. Yeah, so, so – All of the 4 o'clock games were decided by field goals, which was nuts. I think this one's worth talking about, even though it wasn't a close game, though. New Orleans and Carolina. New Orleans spanked Green Bay. Everyone yeah. was about to anoint Winston as like, oh, he's going to be beast.
0: Well, let's not get carried away. Like, had I thought pounds. at least it was going to be like, look, he's not going to be as bad as people made him out to be. But also thinking, too, looking at just the way that score was, it's like, all right, maybe New Orleans might make some noise this year.
1: Oh, yeah, they look outstanding They look like their defense shot Aaron Rodgers out the our OG jackass of the week
0: you just read, call him Aaron Rodgers I read
1: should we just call it the Aaron Rodgers award I mean eventually no, <laughs> no but uh it was funny last week they said had he thrown every ball into the ground yeah. his rating would have been <laughs> higher than what it ended
0: yeah that's I mean that what w- would
1: be funny is if he is trolling Green Bay
0: that worries me, though, going into – because the next game is Detroit in prime time. It's like, man, this yeah. dude's about to turn around and fucking hang 400 yards and six touchdowns And, and
1: Rogers is a stat pumper. Yeah. I mean, I've – over the years, I've had Green Bay's running backs where he's, they got a first and goal from the one, he throws it in.
0: <laughs> he's a petty little bitch. But not only that, it's like, hey, I was dating Olivia Munn, and now I'm dating uh, – the chick who was supposed to be Mary Jane and Spider-Man, but they cut all her scenes, Woodley. Um,
1: <laughs> that sounds like a long-ass nickname.
0: Because <laughs> that's, that's the only thing that I really knew her from other than uh, Big Little Lies on HBO. I mean, I'm sure she's been in other shit. Someone would know. I don't know, and I don't care. I think she, Rogers. It, she's like she's homely pretty. You know, she's not like Hollywood glamour pretty, but she's like homely pretty. Like, if I saw her at the park with like a stroller and some kids, was like, oh, she's pretty. I mean, you know that kind of
1: <laughs> it's funny as uh i saw a video recently and it was like a guy explaining certain things and this it was like the girl's reaction to it so he was like if a guy calls you pretty he thinks your face is pretty if a guy says you're hot he thinks your body's hot and he's mm-hmm. like if a guy what was the last one It's was like oh if a guy i forget what it is but the last one was something like then he likes your heart but he's like, no matter what though, they all want to fuck you each type.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Duh.
1: It was kinda of funny.
0: I mean, it, like the saying I always go was like I wouldn't kick her out of bed for eating crackers. That's a <laughs> fact. I mean, but how many how many women would I kick out of bed for eating crackers, really? I mean, like at the end of the day, it's all about getting your dick wet. And and when you really break it down, as long as she doesn't put crackers in her cooter, I think you're all right.
1: is she's eating crackers while you're in bed? <laughs> <laughs> I can only assume she's. Michael like eating a lot.
0: <laughs> I mean, there's some other issues probably going on, but
1: if it if it's like all right, you you're years into the relationship, that's understandable. But if it's I mean, dude, your first what, what time it, in bed and she's eating crackers, that might be a red flag. <laughs>
0: I mean, I don't know. I was eating crackers in bed the other night I was yeah, bored. I mean, Had some Ritz, and I almost kicked myself out of bed. <laughs> I was like, dude, you're fucking trash. All right, back to seriousness.
1: All right. So this game, by the way. So yeah, Saints look killer. They're playing Carolina, who did win week one. Um they got <laughs> Sam Darnold, but so hey. Winston who lit it up last week today was eleven for twenty two, a hundred and eleven yards, two picks.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so <too> <laughs> I started him over
1: He did get a rushing touchdown that helped.
0: Mm, not enough. I started him over uh, Tannehill.
1: What was more disturbing in that game is Alvin Kamara had eight carries for five yards.
0: <laughs> that seems about right.
1: Um, and then Darnold, on the other hand, who went from the worst team in the league, the Jets, who, I mean, they looked horrific today.
0: So maybe it um, wasn't him. He's
1: now 2-0. and oh, three, He had a 300-yard game, two touchdowns, one pick. McCaffrey did his typical McCaffrey stuff. It was kind of a disappointing game for him in a way. <laughs> He's only had one touchdown this year so far. Okay, it's for, two games. For him, it's, it's uh, two games. Slow, but I mean, he he had his sixty-five yards rushing, seventy-two or seventy-two rushing, sixty-five receiving. it okay. seems all right. No one's crushing uh, beating McCaffrey in touches. It's crazy. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. So that game, Panthers are two and zero, and maybe they're legit now that they got a quarterback. That they yeah. A, I don't know. I liked their coach before. Um they seem like a well-coached team. Uh, I'm not going to think of his name, but he's from college, obviously. Mm. But, no, I mean, I he, like he, he had them. Bridgewater last year. And, <clears throat> well, I think Denver could be 2-0 two, two and as well. Denver? Yeah. Yeah, they did, are. Did they win today? They beat the Giants and they beat the Jaguars. It's so okay. So they cared
0: 2 and O'd O'd. <laughs> Hey, 2-0 is 2-0. I mean, it's still an NFL team.
1: This game's worth talking about. Vikings and Cardinals. Before halftime, it was like a shootout. Each team scored every time.
0: Every Um, time I looked up, I saw a different (laughs) score.
1: Second half defenses started. I I will say a huge mistake I think Minnesota made with the way Arizona's offense was is they had about like three or four fourth and ones and punted every time. If the other offense is just lighting it up, just go for it because your offense was lighting it up too. And I think your chances with Dalvin Cook to get a 4th and 1 are pretty high.
0: I also kind of feel like, look, if y'all are running a score up like that on each other, maybe it's okay to go for it on 4th and 1 because the defense you're going against is probably fucking trash.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I didn't get that. Regardless, Kirk Cousins started off ridiculous. He had like three touchdowns by the middle of the second quarter. But then that's all he got. Um... Still good Mm -hmm. overall game. Dalvin Cook got hurt like two different times. He had a big game. Um, Kyler Murray had a huge game. He had 400 yards passing. Um,
0: Good for that guy.
1: Rushing touchdown, 30 rushing yards. Yeah, he lit it up. Um, But that game, basically, Cousins led them on a drive at the end, got them easy field goal range. They wasted time to kick it at the last second. They were down one. Kecker missed. Vikings are now into.
0: <laughs> As they should be. Heartbreaker. Mm, but is it? I don't think it is. As a matter of fact, I think we should be celebrating them.
1: All right, <clears throat> this was another good game. to Titans versus the Seahawks. because this, this is your third one. We're spanking the Titans.
0: Yeah, so, uh, so I, I actually just was looking up at the screen when they were showing they went to overtime. That I looked away. Who won that game?
1: It was 24-9 to nine at halftime. Yeah. Titans won 33-30 to 30 in overtime. Mm. Um, they almost got a safety to win the game in overtime against Russell Wilson. And then they had to punt it from their one. So, basically, they were already in field goal range when they got the ball after that. Um, I think Henry – yeah. Oh, I, I, I knew Henry had a big game, but I didn't realize how big until I just saw 182 rushing, three rushing touchdowns.
0: So <laughs> <laughs> what's wild is like last week, people like receiving. People were like, oh, well, Henry, and that's the thing. It's week one, and people already overreact. like, oh, my God, Henry didn't have a great game. I was like, okay, fucking relax. All right,
1: yeah, Henry just put up 230 and three touchdowns. <laughs> I mean, but that's all he did for the year. That's outstanding. So I'm pretty sure he just took the rushing lead with that, even with a bad week one. But, yeah, he had a few huge runs, and that's the thing with him is he breaks those long runs once in a while. But, yeah, that was a big win for the Titans because, honestly, when I saw the score at halftime and how they were playing, I was like, oh, because Titans were one of my picks to do really well. I was like, damn, they suck. But they got it together, and they beat Seattle. Um, Seattle's a good team. Russell Wilson had a 340. Two touchdowns, decent game, but they couldn't run the ball.
0: I, I see him watching the highlights now.
1: Oh, there we go. Who's that? Lockett? Lockett is tearing it up, by the way. Yeah. He might be the best fantasy <clears throat> receiver so far. Mm-hmm. And the last game, I mean, we mentioned what happened, but I feel like the Ravens and the Chiefs is a big deal.
0: Yeah, that was um, – it, it was a back-and-forth game and really came down to the wire.
1: The Ravens lost <clears throat> almost twice week one. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It was like the game should be over. It looked like the Raiders scored a touchdown right at the end. Yeah. They caught them down at the one. And then it still looked like, all right, they're <clears> going to <throat> score from the one. And then somehow they throw a pick. <laughs> game goes into overtime. Raiders start with the ball. Fuck up again. <laughs> um, then they get the ball. I think they stopped the Ravens, get the ball. And then it's just, well, it was like a one play, deep touchdown. Game yeah, over. but so I the mean, Ravens lost a close one, but they just beat the Chiefs by one point. Um, crazy game because I think Lamar started off like a pick six, like yeah, almost, and then that, I I think they got what, like a fumble touchdown, the next touchdown.
0: So they so they had a pick six, Kansas City scored, and then I'm sorry, yeah, they had a pick six. Then they uh, who who got the touchdown? But he fumbled.
1: Tyson Williams is that rookie. I think he fumbled and then
0: someone else. Yeah, they caught it and then ran it, (laughs) you know, uh, just landed in the end zone with it. And then, you know, it was kind of just a back and forth from there, really. Even though ESPN just, like, they trailed by nine, you know, at at halftime or something. It's like, okay, you act like just because you're trailing doesn't mean you can't win. Yeah, if you're a fucking bum of the month squad, true. But, like, relax. ESPN sucks. I hate them. Yeah,
1: I mean. Baltimore must have came up big in big moments. Um, yeah, Mahomes had 340, three touchdowns, one pick. Lamar had 107 yards rushing. I mean, just looking at what happened. so I was busy changing my tired and all this. <laughs> um, Lamar was like a one-man team. God damn. Two rushing touchdowns, 107 rushing, 230, one touchdown passing, two picks. Passing numbers weren't that great, but. I don't know how they can expect his passing numbers to be great when your best receiver is Hollywood Brown, who is a beast, but he's 5'9", 180 pounds.
0: I mean, uh, Steve Smith was a little fella too. So, yeah. They have
1: Mark Andrews still. um, And Sammy Watkins, I think, is actually technically maybe the number one.
0: Yeah, I believe so. But I don't know it, it, Everywhere he goes he's always kind of listed as the number one But it's like is he really the number one Yeah
1: he's not <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like just because you say it doesn't mean it is Like fucking relax bitch
1: Yeah so that's our fourth game But today was a crazy day
0: Yeah and then Monday night Is going to be Detroit versus Green Bay Which should be
1: interesting And I hope to, I mean, Detroit came back um, They ran the ball well like, Yeah Quite high, which is always they, a good sign. They're lacking receivers, for sure.
0: That's definitely hurting them. And the thing is, it's like, what do you do, you know, with that, though, going into next year? You know, you can draft a receiver. You can try to pick up some free agents, too. I just feel like Detroit needs to sort out the culture and, and, and be winners. It, I know it's easier said than done, but no, really, you got to believe it. You can fucking win. Like like I said, this is the thing I always say with Detroit. They go out there and they say, I think we can win. When other teams like Baltimore, Pittsburgh, New England, they go out there and say, we're going to win. And Detroit, it's like they're okay with losing. Like the city is okay with losing. It's like, it's fucking unacceptable.
1: Who is their coach now?
0: Dan Campbell. Okay. Which I think he used to be a tight end for the Lions at one point. I know he was a tight end um, was in the league. he
1: defensive coordinator?
0: He was a defensive coordinator. That's always something that blows my mind, too. It's like, you're a defensive coordinator, like, that becomes a head coach, and then your team's defense is still trash. <laughs> it's like, yo, you couldn't at least, like, I don't know, show some love to the defense, work on it. I mean, Matt Patricia tried to. He was like, look, let's go ahead and, like, um, you know, put th- put this defense together. And they were trying, they were putting in the steps, but ultimately they were trying to be New England of the NFC North with all the pickups. They were just basically picking up New England rejects, but the one New England Patriot they didn't fucking pick up was Tom Brady. Come the fuck on, man.
1: I watched a little bit of that bill.
0: He played for fucking Michigan. Go home.
1: The, the Bill and Bill thing. Have you ever seen that? The 30-30?
0: I've, I've, oh yeah, I'm aware of that. That was interesting
1: because I didn't know all of it. I knew Belichick worked with Bill Parcells for well, many years and different teams. I didn't realize Belichick had been hired basically as the head coach of the Jets twice but never coached a game. Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, you. The first yeah. time was just like a workaround because they couldn't have Belichick and then something worked out where they – I mean Parcells and then something worked out before the season started. Parcells could be the head coach But it was announced as he was going to be The assistant coach and Belichick Was going to be the head coach And then when Parcells ret- Left the Jets yeah, that was, Belichick had like a Weird feeling of like I don't want to be here Yeah
0: there that was Belichick. the big one That was the one that, that got a lot of headlines Because he basically was like nah I'm not doing this They're like yeah um, We're going to go ahead and make you the coach No you're not Yeah,
1: <laughs> <They're> like,
0: <laughs> And then the rest is history
1: yeah, and he, I mean he bet on himself. That's pretty bold move because I mean he yeah. just lined up, Parcells set it up so he would be the next in line, and one to go against that you're basically like I don't know if exactly he was a mentor, but in a way he was because was yeah. always with him. Um, and the the whole Cleveland thing was interesting too because. Yeah. He wasn't bad with Cleveland. He had a bad season right when they turned into the Ravens. Yeah, and it was like he was almost a Ravens coach.
0: <laughs> well, and that's kind of one of those things too. It's like when Cleveland moved to Baltimore. It's not like the Browns were a bad team. They were in the playoffs.
1: I think they were in the playoffs the year before. And then that last year, they yeah, weren't that, that last year, year
0: was the bad year. But prior to that, yeah, they I mean, were took them from decent. a really
1: bad team to a playoff team. It's like.
0: So, I mean, people, I don't know, people, you know, want to always play this thing of, you know, well, especially now being in this city, the Baltimore, how everyone hates Belichick. It's like, you know, it's like always trying to find the worst thing to say about the dude. It's like, look, he knows the rules. Like, because I remember when they played the Ravens, they did something. And every Ravens fan was like, no, that's that's an illegal play. Oh, really? Really? Really, because the refs seem to let that play go. It, yeah, we can't help it that your idiot coach didn't know the place. <laughs> or, or didn't know like Wasn't the rulebook.
1: Day Belichick did something.
0: It, it was interesting,
1: a, and he was like laughing about it on the side. Yeah,
0: it, it was a very, very fucking I can't goofy play.
1: What it was, but he, they cut away from him, and he was like laughing at himself, like. <laughs> <laughs> he knew this little role he's that like,
0: no one else knew. He was like, wow, that really fucking worked. <laughs> but, you know, the, like he's a smart dude. And, you know, I, I think a really good coach. And the, one of those things about him being a good coach is attention to detail. And people, you know, again, here in this area, everyone's like always looking for a reason to hate the guy. And Tom Brady, for that matter, is like, look, let the thing with like watching Ravens games. When they lose, it's never their fault. It's always the refs. You mean to tell me that if it weren't for the refs, the Ravens would be undefeated forever?
1: Yeah, it is a weird thing. I mean, Ravens fans won't see it, but outside, <laughs> I've never seen a Ravens loss and you don't still think you're the better team. <laughs> like, it's always some weird circumstance happening. Well, the it's most, never that you just, you aren't the better team and you lost. The most
0: rewarding <laughs> Ravens loss was when um, it was at, uh, M&T and They played the Steelers And they lost to At this point The third string quarterback On the last second field goal I, I took pictures I, I brought Sarah's like Stalker cam And took pictures Of that shit Going up And going through And I posted it on Facebook And I uh, tagged all the Steelers fans And I was like Hey Congrats to that win But Walking out of the stadium That night It was kind of scary Because it was Silent Walking out You could hear a pin drop I was scared to cough. I was like, if I cough, they're going to jump me. But it was very rewarding to see that loss because it's like, yeah, shut up, bitches. Because, like, they hadn't lost at home for a long time. We know because we had been at most of those games. Uh, (laughs) And I remember that loss. and I was like, ooh, this is a weird feeling. You guys don't remember this, do you all?
1: (laughs) (laughs) With that said, like, one of the reasons we talk about that is just he's a Lions fan and I'm a Washington fan. Oh wait! Suffered. Baltimore plays the Lions next week. Oh, nice! In Detroit is we've had years of losing. Nah. The Ravens are pretty much in the playoffs at all times, and it's nah. just interesting to us. It's like, I mean, I saw last year. I went to Baltimore for, <clears> or before COVID season before that, is I went to Baltimore to watch most of the games. So a little group of us, we watched this bar in Fells uh, Fed Hill. Fun times. But it was like the Ravens lost two games in a row. Baltimore's cleared out. They're like, the season's <laughs> over. The next week, there's no one out at the bars at all. It's just like, they're done. Like It's like, I think they might have been two and two, and they basically said, they're done.
0: You know what's <laughs> like, wild though? They all
1: turned that quick.
0: On the opposite of that, though, I know being up in Detroit, win or lose, those motherfuckers are in the bar all the time. I think because like, they live in Detroit, so they have to have a drinking problem oh, yeah, because yeah. they're depressed.
1: The, these teams that have struggled, those are the loyal, like, <clears throat> you say what you want about Washington, but the fa- my fans of Washington are loyal as hell. Mm-hmm. We've been freaking bad yeah. for, since the 90s. <laughs> no, yeah, we well, had a few playoff years, that, like maybe three.
0: Well, and that's the thing, though, too. It's like it, those franchises have been around for a very long time, though. So you see the upside. I mean, Detroit in the Super Bowl era hasn't had an up at all. I mean, during the 90s with Barry, Wayne Fonts as the coach, um, their three headed quarterback with um, Rodney Pete, Eric Kramer, Andre Ware. Wow. That's crazy. It's like they, they couldn't decide on a starter, so they just rotated them each week. That, oh, Jesus Christ. I oh, kind of wow.
1: like the idea, though. No. Like what no. Some teams do with yeah. having a running quarterback is the change. Well, the yeah, patient.
0: that is fine. But no, they're all kind of the same. All like Ronnie Pete looked like a goofy Denzel Washington.
1: You guys did find Stafford, um, of course you now he's gone, but you <sighs> yeah. found a franchise quarterback. Then, yeah.
0: but they still couldn't build around
1: him. He started to build a defense. I remember it was Sue, and then yeah. you got the other guy, Nick uh, something, uh, Farley, Farley, and then
0: or Fairley. I'm sorry.
1: I guess he fell off kind of quick. I feel like he had a year or two. He had two, two good decent after.
0: seasons. But he signed somewhere else, yeah, and that that's the, when he fell off. Yeah, that's
1: yeah. And Sue, he had a few bad years right after Detroit, but then found yeah. Tampa Bay and was looking for. Yeah, he the went
0: to of. New York and Miami. I think he went to Miami, and then, I, I know Miami was one of the destinations, and then Tampa Bay. So one of the things with playing in Detroit, he felt like Detroit wasn't the city for him to really be recognized or seen. And it's like I get it. I mean, Detroit's that city that kind of is an accidental city, like that's just the way that it is. You know, like like New York is like the East Coast city, L.A. is the West Coast city, Dallas is you know the Southern city, and Miami even, and in Chicago it was kind of your mid Midwest, and then Detroit accidentally happened because of the auto industry, and and you know it's like oh. Maybe we should recognize them because they got money here coming out of here. Like, give them a sports team. All right, sure. Oh, they're winning championships here in the 50s. Cool. They should keep it up. Then they traded Bobby Lane. And it was like, this t- franchise would never win a playoff game. Or, or they, they'll never win a championship for the next 50 years. And that's when they drafted Stafford. And so it was really ironic when they drafted Stafford. It was like, the curse is lifted. Relax. <laughs> like it. Because we also drafted Joey Harrington, so which I think was just shitty because they threw that kid right into the fire. Like at least with Stafford, he started his rookie year, but they it wasn't right away. Joey Harrington was like, "Ah, he's good enough." (laughs) Is he though?
1: I remember the year Washington drafted RG three, and then we drafted Kirk Cousins that same year. And I yeah. was, right away, was saying how stupid and crazy that was. And everyone's like, what do you mean? We got a good backup. And I was like, but what if Cousins is good enough to start? Because the scouting on him was, he's a starter. Yeah. And like, well, then we'll trade him for something.
0: And then they like, take him in the third?
1: Yeah. So. And,
0: and usually, if you're getting a starting quarterback in the draft, the, the third round is usually is the latest.
1: A little bit of uh, tension. I mean, Rg three is going to start that first year no matter what you gave up three first rounds for him but I was just like what if he's good and everyone's like well then you trade him and I was like so we just wasted a draft pick to a quarter like we're gonna trade him higher than a third rounder without him playing how is that gonna work
0: Yeah, I, I remember when that happened because I remember seeing that in the draft and I remember we talked about that It was just like so I yeah, felt like I was the only one dumb.
1: that was like yeah you probably agree with me but like Washington fans were like yo that's gonna be smart we're gonna have good backup no. But what if he's better? You can't bench RG3. You just gave him three picks. (laughs) And sure enough, he turned out to be better, and there was tension between them, and then they completely messed up the whole Cousins thing.
0: Yeah, it's like despite the jokes I might make about Kirk Cousins because he played for Michigan State, I actually like Kirk Cousins. I don't hate the guy.
1: It's funny. is. His numbers for his career are going to end up being one of the highest ever. He's kind of like secretly just always consistent. And yeah, he's in the top five in quarterback rating every year. Um, he's a little bit careful. Uh, he's not like Alex Smith, he's not a check down Charlie, but um, he's a, like he says, his system like he reads the right read and he, he, I think he doesn't go off script too much, is his thing. Like, he reads the play if it says this is covered, this is covered, then I go here. And he goes there no matter what, where someone like Russell Wilson can improvise and make something really happen. But Cousins has always had something, problem with... Minnesota wasn't not winning because of him. Like, their offense was yeah. moving. Like, this last game, he did everything you are supposed to do. Got them within, like, a 30-yard field goal, and the kicker missed. <laughs>
0: You know, there's only so much you can not do. I mean, then there is the argument like, well, if you would have done something differently earlier and you know, maybe scored on a different play, it wouldn't have come down they to that they kicker. They shouldn't
1: have went for. A, I mean, punted every fourth and one because yeah. Kyler Murray was tearing it up.
0: Yeah, I mean, just fucking. They said like the, have a blast. The yards Run.
1: between the twenties are the easiest to get, so you don't gain too much by punting so much because yeah. really your defense steps up in the red zone. So. I don't think I would ever punt a fourth and one unless I'm like on my side of the field, like the twenty. Yeah, yeah If I'm beyond, I think if, maybe after the forty, I would.
0: If yeah, if I'm about forty-five to fifty, even
1: under forty, I'd punt. Um, uh, yeah, 40, yeah, even forty, I think I'd go for it.
0: It's conditional. It, it it depends. If I've been running the ball pretty well and it's it's fourth and one and I'm on the forty, fucking run it.
1: Like I gotta think the percentage is quite high to get a fourth and one with. I mean, those QB sneaks, Brady still does those and always gets
0: them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. If, if if I'm an NFL coach and I've got a quarterback like Cousins, I'm okay with that. It's just that you have, you have to build work something. around that. though. build around them now.
1: There are certain quarterbacks like Lamar can make up for a lack of other talent on the offense.
0: I actually would have more of a problem with a player like Lamar just because – I don't, and I'm thinking about jujitsu wise like how I am game plan-wise. It's like, this is the plan, go with it. But I also personally know I may not, you know, be able to do certain things that's, you know, been coached. So I will improvise. But I get it from the other perspective of being a coach. like having coached the kids. Like, that shit's stressful. Because it's like, you know they know, but they're in that moment. So it's it's hard to convey that from the sidelines. But it's like... That's the thing with a quarterback. It's like, look, if you know the plays, you know what to do, just do it. And, and also, if you're going by the book, personally, less stress for me. Because I know you're going to do what's, you know, meant to be there. Versus Lamar's like, okay, oh, shit, he's running. He's running. He, oh, God. Fuck. And, and like, he, he did a jump pass. And everybody's like, oh, that's going to be a highlight for the rest of his career. It's like, shut the fuck. I, I, I hate the commentators on fucking – any Anything right now at this point Whether it be Thursday night Whoever the fuck that is Whether it be Sunday night Whoever the fuck that is I don't know who it is Monday night But I probably don't hate them A
1: lot of people like Romo I don't like Romo I don't hate like, Romo I, I think his analysis is cool But it's something about the way he talks I just don't enjoy
0: Probably because he you know, was a cowboy I feel it Yeah that's probably Because <laughs> like, if, if Brett Favre was doing comments, I They were like fuck that bitch
1: <laughs> Brett Favre would be good I would, would want to hear him Fuck him,
0: and moving along. Doesn't doesn't really matter. So, um, one thing that I did want to talk about because last week I mentioned this book that I was reading. I, I don't want to dig, you know, back to the political conversation because clearly I don't know shit, but I like to talk shit. But so now I've gotten to the point in the book where it's now because the whole thing with this book, Hate incorporated, is talking about both political parties. And how the media has manipulated both parties, so they're doing a lot of you know talk about the the um, Democratic side now, and they're talking specifically about during the Trump uh, the Trump uh, campaign, and you know they kept you know they're just grasping for straws. At this point, it's like, well, you know, we we've got this you know the Mueller report. It's Mm -hmm. like we've got this info about um, Trump working with Russia. We're going to reveal it all. It's like. Well, we don't have that, but we do have the, uh, this pee video. He likes to get peed on. They're like, well, that's, that's good. Go with that. Go with that. that that's got to be good enough, right? I was like, like it, it's, so when I think about this, I think about uh, MMA. When Brock Lesnar was fighting and he was champion, he fought Shane Carwin. First round of that fight, Shane Carwin put in work. He was hitting Brock. He put him down. We realize Brock doesn't like to get hit in the face. Brock turtled up and he was blocking the punches. Shane was really just hitting his arms. The round ends. Shane gassed himself out. Shane Carwin had never been into the second round of a fight. So he was gassed. Brock came out, shot a double leg. Very early, very quick. And as a matter of fact, when the round started, Brock looked over at him, winked at him and smiled. Came in, blast double. And then choked him. The thing that I take from that in comparison to this is like, people are like, Brock should have lost that fight. Oh, even if it wasn't right? Because he was defending and Shane wasn't hitting him in the face. He was hitting him in the arms. But you just wanted him to lose because you don't like the guy. And that's how, you know, that whole thing broke down. So it was like, well, we don't like the guy. So, oh, he likes to get pissed on? Yeah. Yeah. Just impeach him for that. Like, no. Like, stop being dumb. And that's the same thing right now with Biden. And it was like, impeach Biden because he ruined everything in Afghanistan. I, I feel like anybody that was going to be in, in charge well, was going to fuck that uh, yeah. up. So, I mean, I don't know.
1: Again, we don't know anything about it. Yeah. But from what I heard, somewhat heard is Trump was already making that move, too, to get out of there.
0: I mean, you know, so but basically the, the book, I, I like what his kind of point I was like, basically how. But like all the voters who are really diehard and hardcore. They're fucking dummies. I had a tenant come in uh, at my job the other day. And he was complaining. So in order to get him from complaining, I bring up politics. I don't want to, but I don't want him to complain either. Because I don't—I can't fix your problem. Get the fuck out of my office. So he goes, you know, gas has doubled in price since Biden's been in office. I was like, well, gas is $3 right now. It hasn't been 150 in a very long time. So that's not right. He was like, "Well, that's what the news said." I was like, "I was like, um, I'm not gonna say his name." He was like, "Mr. You know, old guy, I want to introduce you to a book." And he goes, "Well, have you have you watched the news on uh, Fox?" I was like, "I'm aware of it. I haven't watched it in a while." I was like, "Oh, they hate the Democrats. Like they they say a lot of bad stuff about the Democrats." And I was like, eh. "It was like, and I kind of agree with them." I was like, eh. It's like, well, they do it also on CNN. They talk about the the Republicans. So, you know, that's the thing with the news. You're going to watch what's going to go with your feeling and your opinion. And that's a lot of people. Like People are going to watch, you know, what they agree with. I'm not like me. I'm not going to go and watch some shit that like all the time goes against what I agree with. I will go in and check in because I do want to kind of, uh, you know. I'm a reasonable person. I like to hear other opinions. I like to hear things because I'm not right. Like, I'm not always right. So I want to know. If I'm doing something or saying something or I feel a certain way, I want to know. Like, could I be looking at this wrong?
1: One thing with certain people, or a lot of people, certain people will stick to their beliefs no matter what. Yeah. As you gain knowledge, you can change your opinion. Mm -hmm. It's it's allowed.
0: I had someone... (laughs) A friend of us, and I may have mentioned this before, I know I've talked about this plenty of times in the past. I've had a friend come at me about organic food, but they didn't attack me, they attacked my wife. About it. I was like, Well, didn't Sarah not like organic food? No, no, they're like, I remember Sarah was against organic food. I was like, That's a complete falsehood. Sarah has always been pushing organic food. I was like, I don't give a fuck. I just want to eat food. I wasn't against it. I just didn't care. I just wanted to eat food, but isn't it okay for me to say, you know what? I've learned differently now, and I feel different when I eat organic food. So it's okay for me to say, you know what? Maybe it's okay to have some organic salsa.
1: Yeah, you know? it's yeah. If you don't, if you never change your mind, then something's wrong for you. You're not trying to learn. Um, yeah,
0: absolutely. But I just want to touch on, you know. I'm you know still on that book I should be done with it probably By this week more than like I'm not gonna bring It up again next week unless I hear something in This book it's an audio book so Unless I hear something in it That is absolutely like mind Blowing I'm like I gotta talk about this But um if y'all are interested In it y'all probably aren't close minded motherfuckers it's called Hate incorporated by Matt Taibbi
1: book club
0: all right bus Chills, relax um so audio books audio book
1: it's
0: lovely. still a book club i mean oh, yeah. audiobook you whether okay. you read it or or listen to it you're still gaining
1: you know what book i've almost finished and never finished mm-hmm. i always have to start back and I enjoy it it's just reading i just don't have the attention span to keep up with reading like consistently is the Alchemist. And I saw that Aaron Rodgers recently just randomly in some interview wanted to promote The Alchemist. Um, it was real random. He's just like, can I, he was on like some talk show. I, maybe it was Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee is awesome. Yeah, he he's a character. Like he needs a he needs a Yo, better. That, like, he has a great platform, but he should be.
0: Dude, we need he, to protect that dude. Yeah, Let, like, yeah. He like he is. He's a great guy.
1: He is talented. Like, yeah. he is a great, well-spoken, but he's, Man. like, down to earth.
0: Man, I mean, he he's, like, he's one of the guys, you know?
1: So, I had to, yeah, I think Pat McAfee was even like, I don't read books, but I'm going to try to read that book, Aaron, because I love you. And
0: then- um, when Not that you read too, too often, but when you decide that you want to read something or listen to an audio book, what's, what drives you to do that? Like, do you... Sometimes it's
1: a recommendation of stuff that I like. Um, I'm trying to think of why I always wanted to read The Alchemist. I think the original Curiosity was the producer named Alchemist. <laughs> I was just like, what does that name mean? It was like kind of an interesting name. And you, I read that it was you,
0: you can just get a dictionary and look up definitions. They also have the
1: internet. But I knew what alchemy was, But and I, I guess the book has something to do with it. Um, the book is about a journey
0: The um, As I think about it, it's like I read a lot of random shit Like, I don't know that I have any specific Like, like I want to read this because of this or that I, I think there's just times I'm bored
1: I love reading about bands On I mean, it's wiki A lot of times I mean, I, Again, that information can be Wrong I think most of the time it's right.
0: For the most part, it's right, I think. But I
1: love reading the history of like how the band formed.
0: I like watching documentaries about stuff like that. I don't know if I... Yeah, I
1: wish there was more like um, some kind of... I, I think we even talked about it as uh, doing a podcast one time of just like, dissecting an album or something. Yeah. Like, I and, wish and, there uh, was a show about one album, even and they talked about the recording process of it. I've seen... A show similar I think Something was done With Metallica On the black album which Yeah Which was pretty interesting Because That album was Very different From what they did before Because they used to do Like the nine minute Long songs And it was like Told like Get these into You know Shorter songs And formats And the black Album's ridiculous Like every song Was a hit
0: <laughs> Um, Yeah I'd, I'd be interested I, I like to do things Where I have to have homework Actually I don't To be honest I just I just um, had an interview On Off the Mats With a with an MMA fighter And really really nice dude Like I, I'm definitely Gonna have him back on the show So fucking cool So down to earth um, His platform uh, Or like basically um, One of the big things that Caught my eye Was like I, I found an article about him He has a gym called uh, Free MMA gym It's free Completely one thousand percent free. Couldn't you know? You don't have to pay a a penny. And I, I, you know, talking with him was like, dude, that's something I've always wanted to do. Is like offer free martial arts to people because I think that's something that holds people back from trying martial arts. Is yeah, you could do the free trial for a week, and that's cool and all. But you don't really. I think after a week, you don't really get a good feel for what you you know if you want to do this or not. When I started, it was a one month trial. And that one-month trial was important because if it wasn't for that, I would not have stuck with jiu-jitsu. So that one-month was important. But I think that is kind of a thing because a lot of times you go sign up for martial arts, it's 150 bucks a month in a lot of places, if not 200 And that's wild. But so
1: uh, what is that? Does that mean you train whenever you want for the
0: month? So there's a schedule. You know, you train when there's available. I mean, like as many Um, as you want? Yes. So, um, and you know, if you have multiple locations, you can kind of jump in between those as well. And I I know with our gym, and I've said this a billion times, and I will always say this. I think that my gym, Crazy 88, is the best gym in Maryland. I mean, the track record speaks for itself. They just went down to Atlanta uh, for the Atlanta Open. All I'm seeing on Instagram are gold medals for my team So You know it's like 150 I think that's worth it If that's what your goal is Is to become a you know World champ jiu-jitsu player So You know that being what it is You know How I got to this point was basically talk about uh My guest Bear uh, Fjorda Who was on the uh, off the mats I had to do like research and homework And I was like Ah I don't really want to fucking look stuff up, but, you know, went to his TikTok, watched all his TikTok videos, watched all his Instagram videos, um, read as many articles about the dude as I could so I can get kind of a good feel for him. Um, He's a, you know, up and coming MMA fighter, which is, you know, it's he doesn't have the best record. But that's the thing, it's like talking to him, he has a great attitude about it though too. Because each of his losses, he's learned something and he's applying it to the next fight. And it's like, dude, like I love that attitude. It's like you gotta grow. Cause a lot of times you get people they go out there, they get their ass kicked, and was like, I don't want to do this. Why am I getting punched in the face? This isn't fun at all. So um basically how I got there again is you know, doing homework. I mean, we can pick an album. And listen to it and, and kind of, you know, come on and talk about it. Like kind of a breakdown. I wouldn't say like one of our regular episodes. No, I would sure. say like have a regular episode and have like a, a, a secondary episode well, to do it.
1: We I remember one of our first episodes, your question was a guilty pleasure. And I guess I never thought about it. But one thing I really like doing where I like making beats um, is hearing or seeing the video of someone recreating the beat of showing how the sample was used. Th- Again, this was like golden era, 90s beats of like flipping some rare songs, not <laughs> once it became used hit songs. <laughs> very different, because there was a very big art to it of like record digging, of like so- some of the like premiere mugs, like Lethal, they would all like, Go to these Mm -hmm. record stores, whatever area they're in, and just buy tons and tons of records. And I always thought it was so cool of like using some obscure song. No, I no one's ever heard. Definitely love agree with that. There's a site called Who Sampled Who, I believe it's called, and you can list someone has put together like the samples of each song, and you can hear the original song. And sometimes it's so creative. It'll be like the smallest little part of a song. One example um, is that uh, Shook Ones, which everyone yeah. loves Shook Ones part two, but they found out it was a Herbie Hancock beat and it was really cut in two. And then the second half was played first and then it was slowed way down. And it was just like, you couldn't have come up with that without just experimenting. Um, <laughs> like, it's no. crazy. that Once you well, hear it, like, it's funny because it's like, The person who recreated it was like playing with it and slowly pitched it down. And then suddenly you hear it, it it does the little riff and you're just like, I just imagine Havoc, I think made the beat. Something clicked. He's like, yo, that's tight.
0: (laughs) And and there is a magic to that. That's, I think with music, one of the things that always gets lost in translation with music is there's this thing of like, because it's popular, people think it's not good or it's not you know the person who made it isn't talented, and the thing is, I remember Sarah's friend made a comment. She was talking about rap, talking about hip hop music, and she was basically saying like, "I'm pretty sure it's a lot harder to make a rock album than it is to make a hip hop album." And what her explanation was, you know, because you have to play the instruments and make the music, da da da. And oddly enough, her husband actually stepped up in defense of hip hop. Was like, "Well, no, because you still have to." When you're producing a, a, a hip-hop album, there's a lot of work that goes into that, you know, just sampling the music and making the beats and putting it together. There's, there's, you know, there's something being built here. And and I always feel like with music, whether it be a Britney Spears or whether it be, you know, Gangstar, you know, whoever's producing their music. That producer is putting in some work. It's not, you know, it's just a matter of the medium, you know, in in the fan base, because if you go to a Britney Spears show, there's a bunch of teenage girls and, you know, maybe some creepy old perverted dudes. And, you know, you go to a gang star show, not exactly the same crowd.
1: Yeah. And music, there's, I've experimented myself just making music and there's. Something to be said of playing the melody on the keyboard and whatever, making your own thing. That there's also something with these electric keyboards. Technically, they're sampled. They're yeah. sampling other instruments. Yeah, you're using a keyboard to play an instrument. Of you're not really playing an instrument, so it's really the same. A keyboard's sampling. Um, a keyboard hey, of sounds is sampling. You know
0: what's wild? So I just went to grandma's for. Uh, Labor Day, it was yeah Labor Day, and what's really wild is like you know my grandparents have always had like a keyboard of some sort in the house, keyboard, piano, any any kind of keyed instrument, and I remember the old keyboard. I mean I have a picture of you you know on the old keyboard like in the basement. Um, it pops up every so often somewhere I don't fucking know, but I always seems like oh yeah we were kids, but I was over there uh, Labor Day and we were upstairs in the office. He has this fucking massive keyboard I'm looking at this shit like bitch who are you fucking hanging out with Dre what the fuck is you doing up here like, are you fucking playing when the Saints go marching in get the fuck out of here like give me the fucking keyboard like quit bullshitting that, that, like, honestly that's the thing too is like I've been listening to a little bit of music lately depending on which property I'm at for work um, some places because there's no music in the office so I still use my um, iPod because it has all my music because I fried the hard drive so once that's gone, my music's gone. All my sh- Well, I still have a bunch of CDs. But I was sitting there listening to music, and it's like, dude, I love music. And I'm obsessed with it. But it, it just fell by the wayside with me right now because of just all the other shit that I'm doing. I still try to incorporate music into my life. But it's like if I start getting obsessed again, all this other shit falls apart. Yeah. And I can't. like I, I like the shit that I do right now. It's like well, you could do a podcast about music. I could. You're right. I could, but it's like the shit that I do right now with off the mats, I, I, and I still train. And It's like if I start getting myself lost in that world again, just listening to music and listening to documentaries and watching documentaries and and wrapping my brain around it, I'm gonna like all the other. It's like Kelly Bundy. One new thing goes in, I lose an old thing.
1: Yeah, that's that's one thing I'm trying to get better at because I've so I've always been one that's like. I would say I'm not a master at anything, but I'm a good yeah. jack of all trades. But yeah. then I tend to get my into too many things at once. Um, so you can only focus on so many. And if you want to be great at something, you have to limit that. So yeah. you gotta have a priority and you can't do everything. That's and definitely that's what, if you wanna be great.
0: That's really a big problem for me, just because again, like, and, and really, my hobbies aren't really extensive. It's like my toe is in different waters collecting action figures. I mean, and even that's just a base level. It's collecting what I like visually, but I'm not really breaking it down. You know, I'm not holding the figures and, te- you know, checking the articulation of the figures, The you know, how the wrists bend, how the elbows bend. You know, I'm not checking things like that. You know, I'm not building dioramas like uh, my friend Bobby, which his his shit looks great. I I can't do that. I would lose myself in that. And that could become problematic for me wanting to do jujitsu. And even with jujitsu, I'm not even fucking fully into that right now. I'm really maybe 60% into that. It's just, uh, I'm just doing too many different things. I mean, even with the podcast right now at this point, both of them. I mean, this fucking weekend, this past weekend, I drove out to new market about an hour away. Recorded for two hours and then came back home, went right to bed, woke up Sunday morning, recorded with uh, my friend from Madrid at 8 p.m. our time. So it's two her time. As soon as I got done recording with her, an hour later, I recorded with my wife for off the mats because the scheduling got all fucked up and I didn't have an episode. So we just did kind of a bullshit impromptu episode Finish up with her, and I realized midday I'm exhausted, so I had to take a nap. I, I didn't even edit our episode. Whatever we said is what's happening. I don't know what we said. I think I. Hmm, I'm not gonna play it back. Fuck it.
1: Some y'all, y'all get what you know. get. Yeah, I don't know
0: what we said. Um, and then after that, I took a nap, woke up, uh, recorded with uh, Bear Fiorda, uh, the M- MMA fighter I was referencing. And then right after him, I'm recording now with you. So it's like, it's almost at this point right now where it's like, I'm just fucking, I'm obsessed with making sure off the mats run smoothly, but also off the mats running smoothly. The extension to that is this running smoothly as well. So it's like, I know we joke, it's like, well, oh, well, off the mats is the priority first. Like, no, it's all interconnected because if off the mats is doing okay then this is gonna get get you know that attention too. As soon as off the mat starts to fail, I don't give a fuck about this either. You know, it's one of those things, at least from my end. So right now all my energies go into producing content for Instagram, doing um technique videos and, and you know, putting them into stories, you know, still doing jujitsu, but then also trying to relay that to make it work for podcasting. And for podcasting, it's like are we getting paid for this? No, absolutely not. Could we get paid for it eventually? Am I aiming to get paid for it? I, that's not my goal. But, it, you know, if it happens, it happens. I'm just having fun. You know, whenever I do any of the podcasts, as much as I get obsessed with it, it's really just I'm obsessed with talking with my friends. And, like, cracking jokes and having a good time. Um, you know, it's it's like if I start putting other hobbies into that then that starts to get really weird because it's like, how much time am I going to put into editing? How much time will I put into scheduling? How much time will I put into, um, you know, make sure the sound's okay and make sure I have, like for Off the mats, I do a different cover for each episode. How much time am I going to put into that? You know, probably not as much if I'm now, you know, going back and listening to every single Wu-Tang album, and Wu-Tang affiliate album. Uh, you got Hulu, right? Yep. You watch that Wu Tang show yet? No. Check it out. I haven't watched it. I'm just on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm actually gonna well, we my, my I'm gonna TV watch it this situation. week.
1: If I could finish Black Cells, that would be like I feel like we gotta celebrate that.
0: Nah, uh, you can. <laughs>
1: I think we talked about that though since week episode one.
0: Yeah, well I'm gonna I'm gonna sit down and try to watch his Wu Tang thing. It's only two seasons so far. The second season just started, so I'm gonna watch season but one.
1: That sounds like something down my lane. And Rizzo was always one of my favorite people of just I've I've looked up a lot of things about
0: him. I didn't hear a lot of good things about the first season, but I saw the trailer for the second season. But I think trailers are supposed to make you feel good about it. But the trailer for the second season, you know, it kind of goes into. It looks like they're they're putting out thirty six chambers, and now they're starting to get their individual success. So you're kind of seeing that, you know, it's a docu or not a doc. Um, it's like a drama, I guess. You know, it's not like a documentary or something. It's just basically actors, right, uh, playing them. But it the second season trailer looked pretty good, and I was like, you know what i'll i'll uh jump into this and check it out but um yeah that's that's what i I don't even know how we got here but
1: let's let's jump to this experience. beer <laughs> I, I, i'm digging this beer um, yeah I'm, I'm actually this okay. one and i think you'll see some oh because mm-hmm. of my flat tire i have my notes on my phone this time all right this is by flying dog this was our highest rated beer um the tropical truth um so this is an IPA. Oh, let me say what it's called. Snake Dog IPA. I've heard of it, and I I think I've had it, but maybe it, I mean obviously didn't review it, so I wasn't thinking about it. Um, I'm liking this a lot. So I'm like, man, Flying Dog's beast. I think they're Frederick Maryland. Yeah. Um. I know we've talked about doing like a brewery, and I've heard. I've never done it, but I've heard maine like there's a I don't know if it's Main Street, but there's like a downtown area in Frederick it's that nice I've heard very nice things about. Yeah. I've never been, so maybe we should do go that do that one time. We got to do our Philly trip. I'm looking forward to that, to
0: be honest. Well, I mean, we got to yeah. actually schedule this and try to do it before it starts to get the weather gets
1: yeah um, sure. unbearable
0: because I'm not going up to Philly and it's cold because Philly already sucks. Now, if you add in cold weather, it really sucks. And you're likely to get stabbed. I can't get stabbed. I got shit to do.
1: So real quick note on this. It's a potent snake bite of Citra, Mosaic, Warrior, Simcoe, and Columbus hops.
0: I don't know what the fuck any of those words are. crazy
1: as hell. Orange and tropical fruit aromas. Blah, blah, blah. Pairs well with blah, blah, blah. doesn't matter.
0: Hey, the uh, Raging Bitch by Flying Dog. I always drink that with pizza.
1: Yeah, there's, there's certain foods. like uh, Beer's a great complement to pizza, for sure.
0: Yeah. The, and this Yo, actually tastes similar to uh, Raging Bitch, actually.
1: Lito Pizzas, recently. One near me, and shout out to Columbia, because the Columbia one was far better. Um, but the one near me, I swear it had, like, less than half the cheese, because I know... It always it does. To make, it was like... It was it was like a, it, a it's. step below Ilios,
0: <laughs> so we, which
1: I do like Ilios.
0: <laughs> we eat Lido, We have Lidos quite frequently. Um, there there are several around here actually. There's at least three Lidos. um yeah, There's one down Mountain Road in uh, Pasadena. There's one in Saverna Park, and then there's one in um, Millersville. And all three vary. We tend to get Millersville more often because we live in Millersville, so that's the closest one. I think I went there once. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. Um near 711 um it's like a weird entrance over by uh libations.
1: It was a smaller Lido's, wasn't it? That Kinda that like one on is smaller. Edge. It was on the if I'm remembering the way, it was on the edge of the shopping center
0: kind of kind of. Uh yeah, that's the only one out here that's going to match that. But yeah, we have the same issue with the cheese. I always have Sarah get extra cheese. Oh, yeah. I, I get extra cheese anyway, but I definitely try to make sure like she knows. So, get so extra yeah, me and cheese. Me Brett were
1: disappointed, and I was like, well, I'm going to – so is volleyball. Well, we play volleyball. I mean, you're done. We play for hours, and it's just like – our pizza was so bad, and we love Lito's. And when I say bad, it's still good. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh, bad pizza's still good.
0: It's like getting <laughs> head. I mean, yeah, it's bad, but my dick is still in her mouth, so it's pretty good. <laughs> oh, I thought you had more to go no. with that. What, uh, I can continue, though. I'm
1: enjoying oh. what hit me is this beer has a great buzz. If
0: um, you, What's the percentage on this one?
1: Bonus points, 7.1.
0: All right, I, I dig
1: it. So I, I'm digging this beer a lot. Um uh, I wanted to look up what I gave Tropical Truth to compare it to. So Tropical Truth was my highest score, and I gave it a nine three, and I think it's our only nine.
0: I mean, I'm not gonna go that far, yeah. but it's definitely up there for me.
1: Yeah. So you you want to give it a score first?
0: I'm gonna give this a solid eight. I, I really like this.
1: Yeah, I, I really like it too.
0: Like I could actually drink this at a party. Yeah. To be comfortable.
1: And it, and I mean. It is funny. We like the extra alcohol percentage. A friend of ours was talking to me about that. Like, you guys just like what's stronger. I was like, no, that just gives it bonus points because yeah. we're not drinking to enjoy the taste necessarily. It's both. Yeah. If we can have a great feeling and it, we enjoy I mean, the beer. We've <laughs> had a couple
0: beers that had high percentages. And I, I know I've still given it a little score because I'm not going to drink this any further.
1: So you gave it an eight. Yeah really liking this i'm gonna go eight four mm. this was two thumbs up um and this is our second beer by flying dog and they're killing it
0: i feel like let me know if you get raging bitch because if you do that i'm gonna get Let's pizza raging bitch i'm gonna get or you want when do you want to do it next week yeah uh, i'll order pizza
1: i'll remember raging bitch i know i've had it but yeah i've never rated it yo
0: it's andy different. dalton looks like a fucking cartoon character
1: Yeah, hurt today <laughs> And Fields almost blew the game. Yeah. So all the people pushing for Fields, Fields didn't do very good.
0: <laughs> no, yeah. Well, someone across from me was pushed for Fields. I mean, honestly, though, he's a rookie. I mean, I, I think he'll be fine. But, you know, I have to understand, though, you know, he's a rookie. So.
1: and that Jets quarterback is in a rough spot.
0: Yo, the whether he throw five uh interceptions today. Four at, four at interceptions? One,
1: I think his first three passes before he threw a comp- no before he threw a complete pass, he had three interceptions.
0: So <laughs> at some point they showed the stats he was three for seven with three interceptions. I, I turned it so I was like, so he's actually six for seven, if you want to <laughs> like look at the positive.
1: Yeah, I mean his ball is throwing at the ground. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw the highlights and all right, granted, he has no talent team he's, he's in, in a rough
0: situation jets.
1: really rough like i think crowder's out and if crowder would be the number one crowder would be like number three or four on any other team he's a specialty slap guy small guy they have nobody but his interceptions they were horrendous so i don't know
0: yeah
1: With you're that bad right and you're the jets i mean granted a lot of it's their talent would you keep playing him? Because I feel like you're going to ruin your first round pick. I would not. Yeah, I wouldn't either. It's like,
0: but the thing is, you're in a tough spot because you started this kid and you sit him down.
1: But I think he's you're going to destroy him if you just keep him out there and he's throwing four picks a game.
0: So I think that has to be handled in a way where you really have to sit down and say to the kid, like, look, look, we're not pulling you because yeah, of you. Up on you. It's that we want to, you know, we want to take care of you. Because like, like, that's what it is
1: Because like, that's what happened with Joey no, Harrington He has no running backs He has no receivers they, He literally has
0: nothing um, Well that, that happened with Joey Harrington But also Joey Harrington really wasn't that good I don't think he was really worth the number three pick overall
1: Damn, but, I didn't realize he went that high Yeah
0: he, he was up there yeah, it was. Uh, no, He may not have been number three But he was definitely like top five I think he wore number three But And I think that's why I always get that mixed up But I think it's risky to keep a player out there like that and just let him get hit nonstop and and throw interceptions nonstop and have a rough time.
1: I mean, it's just the confidence of, like, I mean, if he just has no chance to succeed this year, I mean, maybe they should pick up Cam Newton.
0: (laughs) He was drafted third overall by the Detroit Lions. Um...
1: Well, it's flying dog
0: We're completely empty uh, You're completely I empty I think I brought
1: one extra one If you want to split it
0: No I mean I, I can't I, I actually Right before I started the uh, The podcast With uh, my last guest I had a really bad stomach ache And I almost texted And was like Dude We might have to miss a week And I That's my thing I don't ever want to miss a week Even for off the mats Sarah was like Just It's alright to miss a week Just you know Apologize and say Look Things got messed up. I'll be back next. It was like, no. Because the thing is, especially off the mats, the numbers are starting to kind of consistently roll up now. And to drop an episode now is suicide. So it's like, no. Like, if I'm up there, like, in the high triple digits, I can afford to kind of pull back an episode or two. And even if I, I wouldn't, though. Like, I'm trying. Right now, I'm trying to discuss. What we're going to do for episode 100 for Off Demands Because I don't really have a plan I have one ideal But trying to time that out Is going to be next to impossible Because I got to get Five people Six if you count me And I got to stream them through once Through StreamYard We all got to do it at one time And just trying to fit Those schedules together In different regions and time zones. It's going to be very difficult. But it might be the ideal. Or I could just say. Hey it's episode 100. What's up? Y'all going to buy a t-shirt? I'll Mm -hmm. give you one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Buy one get one free. You know. That's how I rock and roll. Um, So. Okay. So as we talked about earlier. I didn't really do much of shit this week. So I don't got nothing to offer as far as media. Other than that book. So, uh, it's
1: okay that we're not movie quality compared to off the mats.
0: Well, I mean, y'all suck (laughs) (laughs) when I say y'all, you. I'm awesome. Actually, I do have a TV show, but uh, let's go ahead and uh, get into your movie.
1: TV show that was casual,
0: yeah, you know, TV, yeah, I do things and live in color. (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, uh. Bitch, talk about uh, the movies you watch. So, did you you ever get to finish the game?
1: Yes. So, I finished the game actually last night. So, it's fresh in my mind. Um, My main reason for watching it was just because I love Fight Club. Nobody
0: cares about your reasons. Just something about the movie. All
1: right. (laughs) (laughs) So, Michael Douglas, Sean Penn. What I gather, Michael Douglas is a super successful stock. Broker type guy, um, millionaire, very well off. His brother to gets him to a present, and it's a weird card. It's like CRS Consumer Recreation Services. It's an old
0: movie, so you can spoil the fuck out of it. Just go yeah. ahead and jump right into it. So, the-
1: Consumer Recreation Services, and it's like a game, basically. Um, you call the number, he actually shows up because it's in his building. And it's a weird coincidence, and he shows up does all these types of uh physical test and mental test and it's stupid questionnaires and all types of stuff but it basically it's like I gathered he did it one because he's bored and it's undy lines of Fight club and where he was uh the director of Fight club it was like it, that seems to be a theme of him of just like when you're super well off you can. to be bored (laughs) well yeah um because there's an interest in it and it's just like so whatever he goes forward with the test and then they basically like your game's gonna start at some point you don't know when um the movie kind of hints certain things eventually he knows probably the game has started but he's also doesn't know when it's still part of the game so it's Michael Douglas and all types of shit happens to him. Should I spoil it, dude? The yeah, movie's no fucking twenty movie. years old. Yeah, i never old even heard of it. I thought that
0: because you live under a fucking rock. No, that's a fact. Like, like when you like stuff, you like things in a specific way, but it's almost kind of like I never heard of it because that just was a big came across it. That was a huge movie. So it's like it's almost kind of like you like I don't say you avoid, but it's like you find a way to like bypass things that's known
1: yeah so spoil the fuck out of it all right so yeah
0: i'm buying the game
1: but the game is so realistic that he doesn't know that it's he, he suspects sometimes it's part of the game then other times he thinks this one girl he meets is helping him and she's kind of, like, saying, whistleblowing, like, this is part of the game, but it's not part of the game. You got to do this. And eventually, at the end, he's so confused and just, it was a lot of stress on him, for sure, that the one of the last scenes is, like, Sean Penn, well, no, there's a hidden locker. And the girl, and he has a real loaded gun at the end because of all the stuff that's been happening. Yeah. And the girl realizes it the girl that's kind of been she's an actress. Every everyone that he's meeting during this time is an actor. It's part of his game. But he doesn't it's so realistic that he can't tell. And she's realizes he has a real actual loaded gun. She's kind of telling him like you know, this is part of the game. Like, what's going to come over the door? Like, this is for your birthday party. Do not shoot. Like, she's yeah. trying to convince him not to. The door opens. He starts shooting. He shoots his brother who gave him the present. It's Sean Pan. Gives him the present for his birthday. Um. And then it, it's so realistic to him. He thinks he shot his brother. Yeah. that then he jumps off the freaking building to commit suicide but little know there's a little what do you what would you call that thing uh, Balloon. yeah the, basically
0: the, the mat underneath basically
1: the game knew he was gonna do that <laughs> so there was a mat where he was trying to commit suicide and uh so I mean this game analyzed his thoughts and all this other stuff so they basically knew what he was gonna do and uh it was all a game. So his brother, they knew he was going to do that. He didn't actually shoot his brother, and he didn't actually die because he landed in a. He landed on the the inflatable, inflatable mat. Yeah. So, that was the big twist. But yeah, um, and yeah, it was, it was funny. Is that everyone was in on it? It's a crazy idea. I feel like yeah. that's not a very good birthday present, to be honest.
0: So, I, th- I gave think Gave him that an adventure, but... I think that it is, though. Because that's a it, traumatic it, experience. Because it's one of those things where it's letting the dude know. It's like, look, you've become such a piece of shit and wrapped up so much in your work that you fucking forgot how to live. So, these experiences that you're having, it's probably the first time you fucking felt anything. In a long time And then at the end you end up shooting your brother Or you think you shoot your brother You know cause he's crying You know when he hugs Sean Penn I remember that at the end Um, You know like It basically is like good we finally got some Fucking emotion out of you
1: Yeah I mean don't you think That's one of my I always have this thought If I was so well off I feel like I'd be emotionless
0: I don't think I would be but i mean i'm also i I think
1: some things i take pleasure in of like it just becomes more boring in a way was it can do anything you want
0: you that I i was talking with somebody recently about being rich and basically how money magnifies you know your your true personality so if you know you're a piece of shit you're gonna be more of a piece of shit you know if you're a good person you'll you'd be a better person um I was someone I was talking about this with maybe it was Adam on off the mats. Go check it out. Y'all. Um, but I, I know myself and even just again, talking with the one guy about having a free gym, you know, that shit that I would do if I, if I had a bunch of money, I would still do shit with purpose. You know, I, I would do shit that I still enjoy. And you know, I'm, that's not to say these people who are like wall street, you know, brokers and whatnot aren't doing shit that they enjoy. You, you've seen American Psycho, correct?
1: I know of it. I, I haven't seen it.
0: Uh, but you know, basically, what you get from that movie—at least what I got from that movie—is you know, you got all these guys on Wall Street, and they make all this money. But there's also this dance that they dance where, you know, they're essentially trying to impress each other. You know, it's like you know, uh, Christian Bale's character—you know—he's looking at someone shows his business card. He's analyzing the card. He's like, Oh my God, is that eggshell? Oh wow, that that's embroidered. You know, he's going through all this stuff in his mind. It's dumb shit like that. It's like you're impre- you're trying to impress these fucking people for what? Because like that's the crowd you're into? Because I think about that with you know, again, with jujitsu, that's my cult, you know. But if I'm in jujitsu and I, you know, I'm not there trying to impress nobody. I'm there like when like I was talking with the guy earlier, when I go there to train, I train with purpose. I'm out there trying to do fancy fucking moves. I'm there to try to get as good as I can at the shit that I know um, I think that's the thing with anything though it's like when you're in a crowd, you do find those people that's like I want to impress this crowd,
1: yeah, I mean just be you there's a thing with rich people of they do look you hang out at places that are higher end. Even in the game. Yeah. He's at this bar and he's like, Are there any members here? And it's like a super upper class yeah. Yeah. where there are members only. They get the high end liquor and they only talk to each other and it's like you feel like you're superior to other people. I'm sure no. like executives I get and vice presidents do feel superior. Like they can't hang out with the you know, company we've worked at. Is the vice president going to hang out with the warehouse workers? Probably not. No. no. But if they did, they might have a more fun time. Um,
0: So what's wild about thinking (laughs) about that, though, too, and, you know, there's a weird level to it. Like the one family that Sarah worked for, very wealthy family, very rich family, you know, and. I remember talking with the dad. He was just a regular everyday dude. Me and him sitting on the floor talking about comic books. Yo. This dude is worth millions. They've got a wing in a fucking natural history museum in New York named after them. He's sitting on the fucking floor with me talking about Peter David and his run on X Factor. Yeah, it, that shit's, that, that, you that know, that's special.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I I am fortunate where I have got to experience a little bit of what it's like to be rich in terms of, where my ex-girlfriend, her aunt, was a celebrity. I went on a trip where I was in five-star hotels. I was treated like almost like I was a celebrity. My favorite trips, to be honest, with friends... Was Yogi Bear's Campground in Frederick. And Ocean City in a shitty hotel. Because <laughs> when it's a shitty hotel... It, you have nothing... No choice but to interact yeah. with each other and make the most of it. And I love not being super comfortable, to be honest. Well, I think I don't like being super comfortable.
0: I, I think what goes with that, though, too, is that when you're in those shitty quarters, it's like
1: fun. Well, it's okay. almost like a fort. Well, fortnight.
0: what it is, though, too, is that like, ain't nobody better than the next. You're all people. You're all on the same level. You know, no one's there like. You know, if you're, let's say you're in that experience and you got one person that's used to be in a five-star hotels. It's like, you know, they're walking around with their nose turned up. They're not meant for this. Beat it, bitch. Um, Versus, again, you know, with, you know, your peers, you all know the deal. You know what time it is. But you're having a good time. I mean, that's how I've always felt with, like, just hanging out with friends in general. You know me. When I have people over, I'm not doing shit to impress none of y'all. I love everybody that comes over for the fights. Any you of know, that come over, you know. You know, I don't think we watch football here. Um, yeah, no, we haven't done. Food. But you know, if, if I have people over, it's like I want you to come over. But we're all equals. Ain't nobody better than the next. And that's just how life is, though. That's how it should be. And you know, but you do have individuals who just live in that world where it's like, look, I make X amount of money. I'm better than other people because I make this money. And I. I've not encountered anyone like that directly. I've, I've not had anyone kind of give me that attitude like, well, I make this much money, so I'm better than you. Because I'll beat the shit out of them. <laughs> Just to prove that, okay, you're better than me. You might be better than me in that sense of like, maybe you're more class or you're more cultured than me. But at the end of the day, no. We're all people.
1: Yeah, like I said, one of my favorite tips that yogi... In Frederick, there's a Yogi Bear campground. It's just a cabin. There's no yeah. nothing special. The one luxury I will say that was nice to have, it had air conditioning. <laughs> well, that's all I need.
0: That's one thing um, I think about, too, with like when they talk about weddings. The more you spend on a wedding, the more likely you are to divorce. And I know it's kind of bullshit, but that's always a stat that they like to use. Um, it's like,
1: crazy the amount of money some people put spend. spend.
0: Um, you know, there, there's a... Friend of friend of ours, um, and I was in their wedding, and they, they spent they didn't spend a crazy amount of money. They still spent a good amount of money on it on their wedding. And it was still a fun time. I had a great fucking time. And I might be biased. I know with my wedding, what there was six guests, like you you were included in that. And then after we went over to a little fish and chip spot up the street and had dinner. It wasn't anything fucking fancy. We sat down with people. Like Sarah's in her fucking wedding gown. I'm in my little suit. You know, we're all like sitting there taking shots, drinking, having a good fucking time. We're being people. I think that's just something that's just fucking missed. And maybe it's not. Maybe we're led to believe that it's missed. But every time I hear of any kind of experience, it's always someone being shitty to another person. It's like, really, if you just go out and just be a person have a good time don't worry about what somebody else is fucking wearing because I'm gonna let you know most times that I'm out I'm wearing fucking sweatpants like if I'm not wearing clothes for work I'm in fucking sweatpants funny
1: I meant to text you and somehow it went to Aaron by accident but I was like I've been wearing those Adidas pants now for like 25 years (laughs) I mean I've had multiple pairs and and there's a specific kind the real baggy ones
0: (laughs) I mean that's the thing it's like you know, like going back to American Psycho and, and the game, even it's like you have these people in this mindset of like, I have to live this life, and I have to be in this clique, and I have to impress these people. Then you have guys like us, it's like, Man, I like these sweatpants, yo, <laughs> and I don't care if you don't like them, but these just feel good yeah, for man, me.
1: It's fun to dress up once in a while, but, it is. Um, uh, I love the hole in the wall bars, one is that. It's not like a chain. It's not a. Pr- it's yeah. someone's recipe that doesn't. It. It's not like a manufactured.
0: You know what I like about that, though, too? Is, let's use examples here. Green turtle. Someone's still getting paid, you know, but it's still a chain. You go to a hole in a wall and I'm buying my beer from you, second chance. I know that that's for you. That's not just some, like, it's just going to go into the corporate. (laughs) Like, no, that's you. That's yours.
1: One thought I've always had is to open a bar. And I used to work the grill at a place we worked at. And I liked it, except obviously you don't get paid shit. But if I own the bar, I'm going to like making it. I'm going to choose the best hours, like (laughs) certain people we know. (laughs) It's like, I'm not going (laughs) to work the shitty hours but i'll have fun working in the kitchen sometimes as the owner like well, and I, i'm gonna get the compliments like oh i really enjoy your food that's gonna make me feel good. if i i was experimenting with pizza during covid trying to come up with my own pizza recipe and that was fun like if i could come up with that and then people tell me they like it it's fun to make it's somewhat of a creative
0: have you had outlet. the cookies that sarah's baked no. You know, she bakes these cookies, and they're good. I like them, but you know, she bakes them. Like, Winter has requested them. Lex has requested them. Like, anytime we do any gathering with them, it's like, is Sarah gonna make those cookies? Like, well, I don't think so. Can she? Right, let me ask her, and she doesn't have a problem with it. Like, it's funny because my wife can bake her ass off. Like, she made these cupcakes. I think my second year at the gym. I took, you know, it was fucked up because I took cupcakes in and Huggy was cutting weight for a fight. I feel bad now. I didn't then. But the cupcakes was like, yo, what are these? And Sarah, like, she, she won't make them again because it was so fucking tedious to make them. But, like, everyone was like, these are the best fucking, like, the icing is the best best icing I've ever had. And I was like, really? It was, I, me personally, I was like, it's all right. Like, I mean, I, I wouldn't write a fucking letter to my grandma about this fucking icing, but it's decent. But, um, I need to tell my wife, like, yo, you need to get on that. Like, fucking mass produce these shits. We're not mass, produce. you know, sell these motherfuckers. Yeah, I man,
1: it's weird, too. Like, I've had dreams of, like, opening a bar in Fed Hill, say, and making it, you know, I see it as being fun during football season, but at the same time, I don't want to be at one of those positions where I'm having to work crazy late hours. Yeah. Which... I think restaurant industry, from what I hear, is really hard. Yeah. Um, there was that bar we were watching football games at before COVID that had a brick oven pizza place. And it, it was amazing. It was fun. Um, but they went out of business during COVID. Um,
0: COVID's a motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, It's just, I, I think the whole idea is like, Again, like I talk about this podcast, I do this, and it's fun for me. I do a lot when it's involving all the podcasts. There's a lot to it. I'm not getting paid for it, but I'm doing it because I'm having fun. I enjoy it. But now imagine if I were getting paid for it somehow, some way. And it's yeah, like, okay, that's, now that's the bonus.
1: That That's the ultimate. And, and I've thought about that too. Of like, I have been fortunate enough where I've gone to some islands, and it's very... Much more simple living, and okay. I like that though, it's very less stressful. Granted, there's a lot of people who are from those islands who are uneducated and they would feel differently, but well, yeah, if you could open, I think you'd have to be have some decent amount of savings, but you open a bar to just make an okay living, nothing's crazy. <laughs> But I think it could be potentially fun. Like if you're the owner of like, you work some, yeah. But then you, it's your bar and you take pride. You get your theme. Um, you probably will meet some regulars that you're friends yeah. with. I feel like that would be fun.
0: Um, let me ask you a question. We'll, we'll kind of move out from this direction. Um, I might have sent this to you on TikTok. Would you rather... Earn a hundred million or have someone give you 200 million?
1: I guess earn. I don't even want that much money.
0: (laughs) Okay. So a lot of people are saying that. And the guy, I saw the video, he goes, This is an intelligence test doesn't fucking matter. Someone gives you 200 fucking million. Take the 200 fucking million and then go build true. something with that money. Why take less? I think because that you're question
1: is just so absurd amount of money. Like so, I feel like it's got to be less. Because,
0: <laughs> like, I mean, I, I think they use the, the... To me, there's no
1: difference in that much amount of money.
0: <laughs> true. Well, I, I guess for us because we don't know. But And I agree. It's like there's really no... I mean, 100 200 it doesn't matter. It's a fucking lot of money that I didn't have yeah, yesterday. I'm sleeping but, of one of my but i get the point that he's making cuz people have this this ego about oh, i want to earn this money i want to feel like i earned it but no. it's like if you give me 200 million and then i go and turn around and i'll turn that 200 into 300
1: well that's probably part of my problem because rich people make money the easy way you invest it you didn't do shit and it just fucking am- multiplies like crazy <laughs> i think
0: cuz you can you you have enough money to take those risks though yeah versus I like i mean it's you know, You're
1: literally making money off nothing. Um yeah. if you just invested in Microsoft averaging about thirty percent return a year, you didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean again it's just about taking those risks, being able to take the risk. Because again, like me right now, if if I put all my savings into a stock, that's a risk.
1: Yeah. I, and, I, and and then what if it fails? I have a decent amount for me in the stock market and I have a decent amount in crypto, which has, was recently amazingly high and then it dropped, but it's still way up for the year. So one in particular, I'm down a lot, but it's, it's hard to do, but Bitcoin, for example, started from nothing and Hmm. is it went as high as 70,000 a coin. If you were patient enough to just buy in early and not get scared because there were some big dips during that, they went real high and went real low. I mean, you'd be unbelievably rich. Same with Ethereum seems more safe. Dogecoin people criticized because it went from it, was, it went from 3 cents I think at the beginning of the year. To about twenty five, then to the seventy cents. A lot of people bought it at seventy cents. That was insanely high from three cents. Like that percentage mm. is ridiculous. And now it's dropped to twenty four cents. So if you dropped to if you bought it at seventy five cents, yeah. you lost a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But it's also super early. There's no use for it right now. It should never even win. That went that high.
0: Yeah.
1: But with people like Elon and uh, Mark Cuban backing it. It was started as a joke, but they're seeing some kind of use for it. There's a lot of talk of it getting to a dollar. Now, if it gets to a dollar, you got to be willing to be patient. The only way you lose in a stock is if you sell when it's down. So it appears you're down, but you're not down until you actually sell it. <laughs> you yeah, got to remember that. So five years from now, is it going to be over a dollar? There's a good chance.
0: Um, you know, it, it- like just looking at that in general though, it's like the the bigger idea, like I said, you know, there are people putting money into something and really doing nothing and, and making a bunch of money. I mean, that's the American dream.
1: Oh okay. So had I one, we didn't have the abilities to do the like Robin Hood that didn't exist when we were in our twenties. You used to have to go through a stockbroker, you'd have to pay all types of fees. There was nothing online you could do back then. So, you would be telling a stockbroker, buy me this. You couldn't do it on a daily basis like yeah. you can with uh, Robinhood now. And people criticize Robinhood. But it's like, Robinhood has some things so you can do to protect yourself. Who's,
0: like, okay. Who's criticizing Robinhood, though?
1: People that don't know what they're doing. Cause,
0: because whenever I hear anyone talk about anything that they're criticizing, it's like... It's, it's, it's low-level low stock people. The, yeah. So, that, that's kind it's of my point. It's someone
1: one like, that's rich. Uh You know,
0: it's people that are like, well, because I have uh, one of my teammates, former teammates, um, I remember when Bitcoin was kind of coming about, he was criticizing Bitcoin and and just had all these things to say about Bitcoin. And it's like, I think he was into stocks prior though. So, and I think that was kind of the mindset. It was like, well, it's just a fad. It's not going to get you anything. It's, It's going away. And that's the thing. It's like when anybody criticizes anything else, it's like, are you criticizing it because you genuinely understand and get why it might not work? Or are you criticizing it because you're a hater?
1: Yeah. It, it's So most people do lose money in the stock market. And it's because they panic when there's a drop. And they panic. I mean, they just... Or they'll put the money into something too late. You see something rise crazy like Dogecoin did. And then you bought it at the high. Um... I sort of messed up and was right on one particular stock. And it was a a Chinese coffee company called Luckin. So they opened up more branches. Like they they were competing with Starbucks in China. And China is super growth. They killed it in terms of opening. They opened something like 3,000 stores within a year. The problem is... the. They lied about their numbers and got caught. So the stock, so I, this was my first stock, by the way, because in my head, I was like, what's something everyone likes? My head was like coffee, <laughs> China. That's literally what made me do it. Like I researched it. It went from when I bought in 17 a share to 50 super fast. I was up thousands of dollars on my first stock. Then when they committed fraud, it dropped to $3 uh, fast. And I knew it would eventually, it's going to eventually go back up because they're not out of business. Um, They opened too many stores. Like, whether they're doing good business or not, the one thing they have going for it is they opened a million. Like, they did open thousands of stores. That was true. (laughs) And it's in China. And China was always a tea area so they they weren't even familiar with coffee coffee is addictive so
0: (laughs) Um, caffeine you know um
1: it slowly rose back up it's not back to where it was but if you could have kept it you would have been fine i decided to get out because i think i could have made my money back quicker with some other stocks and i did um but i'm not up huge and it's partly because of dogecoin in particular But if Dogecoin gets to a dollar, I'm going to be very happy. (laughs) Um, If it can get to $10, I'm going to be really happy.
0: Real quick, just um, as I was talking about my gym and how fucking proud I am of this team going down to Atlanta and just doing what they did. All this gold, all these gold medals. All right, so he's got three gold medals there. All right, quit showing off. Jose brought back two. Epps brought back two. These kids are just killing it down there. Fucking love these guys.
1: Killing it.
0: Um, and we got a bunch of silvers too. So a lot of gold and a lot of silver coming back to Maryland from Atlanta. Y'all want to see us? We ain't got no Atlanta listeners, no way. So I can say whatever I want. That's going off the mats talk shit. Atlanta,
1: but no, we love Atlanta. Listen nah, to fuck us. them. Killer Mike's down there. Um, yeah, true. I like killer mics. Oh. Actually,
0: I have two guests on off the mats. That regular guests from Atlanta. Um, one of them actually competed today down at the Atlanta Open. So, good for her. She she actually brought home a bunch of silver medals herself. It's probably lost to my teammates. You know, but... Um,
1: want to review this beer, next beer? Uh, yeah, quick? let's jump
0: into this beer real quick and then um, probably start rolling out.
1: Yeah, I can just mention the last uh, one. Save want. It for next week. Alright, we'll save it. This beer is by 623 Brewing Company and I didn't realize it, but it's from Eldersburg, Maryland. Hmm. Um it's called McClevens, which reminds me of McLovin. McClevens Cypress Reserve. Um it's an Irish red ale. I think it's pretty comparable to an Irish red beer. Hmm. Um 4.7 hmm. so slightly higher than a light beer. I like the taste of this. Um
0: Um, It's an Irish beer It's Killian's Killian's. I'm not crazy about it I don't hate it It, It's not one that I would Regularly drink I think this
1: is the higher end Of an Irish red beard That I've had
0: Okay I mean I'm just jump right out The gate with my score I'll give it a a 5-8 I don't Again I don't dislike it It's just Like as you said I didn't finish mine But it's also It's late for me I'm I'm full I've been drinking Jesus juice, so I'm
1: gonna give it a six five. Yeah. There we go.
0: Super ambitious. All right. Well, good for them. Good for them. So, um, one thing I want to uh, hit, uh, mentioned about the lo- so when I go on Teespring to do the shirts, they tell me that I can't do this because this is a third party, copywritten, like. It, because the logos that you sent over to me, so when I put them on the shirt, they come in small, so I have to blow them up. And now when I blow them up, they're not a uh, high resolution, so they won't print out right. So I was like, okay, how can I? I, I had to try to find a way around it, and there's just no way around it. So I was like, well, let me put this on the front of a shirt, and then put the one logo on the back since it's already small anyway. Because like if you've ever bought a BJJ Wiki off the mat shirt, I know you haven't dick um like anything that has like off the mats or the armbar omoplata triangle shirt or um which is the holy trinity you're welcome um or you know whatever the fucking new one i just did um zero quits given on the back at the um on the back of the shirt around the neck there's a bjj wiki logo so i was going to do that with uh, the clompton so go, look I, these are already small enough put it there I go to uh, pull the shirt up and I set it for print. I get an email immediately. Hey, so um, this is a third party um, logo. You can't use this. And I'm like, I'm looking. I was like, no, it's not. Get the fuck out of here. Because when I was trying to make the glasses, I would try to go through them. They told me the same fucking thing. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Let me try it again. I tried it again. They're like, no, you can't do it. It was like, what? So I need to send them an email directly. I'm like, look, this isn't fucking third party.
1: If, if anything, the logos they made for Colompton aren't so, using anything.
0: So, And that's the wild thing, They're though, because I've used <laughs> logos that are from other things and they've not given me shit at all about it. But they they break my balls about this. I'm like, really? OK, that's fucking weird, because, you know, I was like, all right, well, let's go ahead and knock these shirts out real quick, at least like one for each of us. And then, you know, one of our listeners actually did reach out and say, hey. I listened to the last two where you said something about the shirt, and I want one. So, we didn't say it like that. But I was like, I got you, son. So, um, like, I'm I'm working on it. I'm going to figure this Um, out.
1: And I just, this past weekend, learned a lot of things that I'm pretty excited about.
0: I learned a lot of things, too. Like, if I rub my taint while I'm jacking it, it gives a really good O. Oh, we're, we're talking finger. about way different things. <laughs> stinky
1: finger?
0: Nah, I don't smell fingers after that jacket. That's, you wear the shit, So I
1: mean, I don't run my taint. <laughs> <laughs>
0: don't knock until you try it, homie. Um, You know, tell her to get under there. Like, you know, next time she's down there, it's like, hey, hey, get get right there on the smooth part. Like, well, <laughs> yo, Trick Daddy. Yo, I, yo, a few weeks back, yo, Trick Daddy did some radio show. Talk about getting a salad toss. And the the quote from that shit that got me was like, he's talking, I was like, yeah, I get ate out. <laughs> I don't know why that shit was so funny to me. He was like, son, come on, dude. It might
1: be great. No, Maybe. I, I just don't want it. Maybe, <laughs> but
0: yeah, don't, don't I, don't, I don't need you there. That,
1: it, it's more so even the position. It's just, um,
0: yeah, it's like,
1: kind of emasculating.
0: So you're so you about to change my diaper. <laughs> That's what you're about to do. Oh, well, no, As oh.
1: a guy, I don't know that we're... Nah. We, we're not as concerned of cleanliness as we probably should.
0: Yeah, I mean... Then again, I mean, if you know somebody going to get down there, I mean, I guess maybe you will be. I don't know.
1: I mean, it's a thing. So it's, my thing is, when there's something weird like that, and it there's a significant amount, it must be, all right, but...
0: Yeah, it's not for it doesn't me. Doesn't
1: interest me. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: not my cup of tea. But you know, next time she down there, tell her get that tank though. That that smooth area. That shit. That shit is kind of because it's like it's knocking on the door, but it's like, hey, don't, hey, don't, don't go to the door. Like ring the doorbell.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we rang the doorbell. at That hookah bar they didn't let us in.
0: Yeah, well, because they knew they're like you don't want nothing to do in here. But ring the doorbell cause it because it, it's good stuff. What do you
1: think would have been in there? Do you think there was some shady stuff? or It I could think, have been COVID, to be honest. It was, probably just closed. But when me and Brett went, it was open.
0: <laughs> I don't know, because you all white.
1: Yeah.
0: No, that go. go. Um, let's go ahead and uh, close this son of a bitch out. Um, <clears throat> so, as usual, thanks for being here. It's been fun. Uh, the numbers, you know, they take their uptick. So, all y'all that uh, you know, using that word of mouth and, like, letting people know about our show, thank you. Keep it up. We do appreciate it. Um, if you all got any questions, concerns, reach out to us. Uh, Thor.Bentley on Instagram. BJJ.Wiki on Instagram. Colompton Social Club on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok and Twitter. So reach out to us. We're friendly people. We're nice guys. You got some beer suggestions? Let us know. We'll probably do it. You got uh, some questions? Let us know. We'll probably, you know, read it on the air and you know also another thing too go on fucking uh apple podcast Give us a fucking review it helps a lot a whole lot off the mass has reviews i got seven of them we ain't got one give us one please <laughs> but i'm um, otherwise not we we straight um you know keep listening we're having a blast i'm having a blast so yeah
1: share, sh- sharing will help us
0: sharing is caring bitch
1: we got our followers, and we're trying to reach out to new followers, but you guys have different followers.
0: And, and one thing that comes from—I've gotten this comment on Off The mats, and I'm pretty sure we've had this comment, too, from other people. Is like, one thing that we try to make sure we do when we're doing these shows—because we are having conversation here. We get lost in our conversation so much so that we forget that we're recording— and that's by design, because we want you to feel like you're part of it, too. If we are thinking about us recording, we're going to be super cautious and super careful and, and you know, tiptoeing around every fucking thing. Whereas, no, we're just in the moment. And us being in that moment allows you to be in that moment as well. So if you like that kind of shit, let your peoples know so they can get involved, too. That's all. I ain't got nothing else. We
1: got some, we're about to have some good graphics coming. I got some stuff on the works.
0: Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, no worried. I, I'm worried about them hearing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the graphics are tight, but, you know, I'm, I'm worried about people hearing us. And then um, if we can figure out the shirt thing. So um, the people who actually have reached out and say, hey, I want my fucking shirt. like, Yeah, you'll get a fucking shirt. Bust chills. Um, and then I actually want a shirt, too, because I actually need to order off the mat shirt because I it's fucked up because so many people have off the mat shirts, but I don't have a single one. That's for th- that's disrespectful. That's some shit. Um, all right, but otherwise, thanks, bitches. We'll see we'll y'all next week.
1: week. Peace be with you.
0: I'm I fucking hate you. <laughs>